we're super excited to have an awesome guest with us. Her name is Liana Salinas, and we'll be learning a little bit more about her life, her journey, about how she has used music and art to heal. So we'll be talking a little bit more about that today. Um, but before we get started with the meaty gritty of today's podcast, Eliana, how are you today? I'm Tell us, well. how was your day? My day was good. I took some classes earlier today. I had theory, ear training, and uh, a voice class. Mm -hmm. So, And my favorite question, what did you have for lunch? I had a soup. <laughs> It was a corn chowder and oh. uh, an Asian chicken salad. Oh, that sounds Soup so good. Soup and salad good. is the best. <laughs> Such a good combo, especially during the fall. Yeah. So nice. I had uh, yellow curry. Ileana, so I know you. I have had the privilege to know you now for how long? It's been eight years, a little bit? Yeah, I A think little so. bit over? Yeah. But for the audience who doesn't know who Ileana is, how would you describe yourself or what would you like people to know about you? Hmm, that's a great question. Um, I would say Ileana is someone who really um, strives to uh, grow spiritually, mentally, and to uh, remain healthy as much as possible. Um, I love music i love learning about music i love uh, singing and learning new instruments um, and i love uh, just connecting with people um, getting to know people from different uh, walks of life and i'm learning about deepening and strengthening relationships with those who are close to me those who are you know new in my life um, so I don't know if that explains who Elena <laughs> is, but that's that's what I love to do. Awesome. And you talk about music and how important that is. What was the first song you ever heard or that you remember that it was like, oh my gosh, I love that song and I want to learn it and sing along? Yes. Um, well, the first one, it's hard to go back that far, but I think maybe one thing that comes to mind is the, when I was about eight years old and I was in in the middle of the living room uh, and I was playing a Shakira album. It was like one of those greatest hits album. And I remember singing to uh, Donde Están Los Ladrones um, and like Antología and those early Shakira songs mm -hmm. um, and just grabbing the... Um, the hair come and like <laughs> as my microphone and just like singing my heart out um those are that's one of the earliest memories of like enjoying singing mm -hmm. um, and then after like i'm going to church mm -hmm. i would i would always look at the choir like mm. just my eyes and my ears would go towards the choir and how they were singing and I would always be the the i was super excited to get the sheet to be able to like sing along Oh, um, so yeah, that's awesome. And you talked about Shakira. So, tell us the true story. Was it a CD or a cassette? It was oh, <laughs> it was the early days of. A, oh wow, that's a good question. Was it a cassette? I remember I got a CD eventually. Um, but yeah, it, it, I was about eight years old, so it might have been a, C, a cassette. A cassette. Yeah. Drawback for those youngsters out there, cassettes. <laughs> 
were pretty cool. I had the same cassette for Shakira. Yeah. That's why I asked. It reveals our age. We're in the late millennials. Yes. <laughs> um, and then now, what, what do you enjoy listening to? Well, now I enjoy listening to different uh, music. I actually, uh, for my job, I work at a small theater, and whenever there's a new artist that comes, mm -hmm. I try to Google them or like uh, look on Spotify and mm -hmm. listen to their music. Um, I like listening to spiritual or uh, mm -hmm. music mm -hmm. as well, um, and all kinds of music, I think. But I am drawn more towards the like um, pop, alternative, folk. Mm, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And if you could meet any singer right now, who would it be and why? Mm -hmm. Wow. <laughs> I think it would be Shakira. I think that uh, I went to one of her concerts, but like being able to talk mm -hmm. to her one in one, um, I think that she she has really worked a lot in her career and like developed um, and created a lot of songs. And I would love to to have a moment with her and talk uh, about that creative flow, about mm. the creative journey, and mm -hmm. to remain sane in that <laughs> industry. Yeah. Yeah. Full circle. So you started at eight with Shakira, and you would yeah. like to go and have coffee with Shakira. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> well, yeah. if you're listening out there and you have contacts with Shakira, make sure you <laughs> tell us at alientoac.org so we can make Ileana's dream come true. Yes. <laughs> yes, I love that. Ileana, you've been telling us that singing is something that that you really enjoy and that's part of like who you are. So tell me a little bit about like what do you feel? What are some of the things that that happen to your body when you're actually singing? I mean, I'm not a singer. I've never I mean I wish I was, but I don't have the nicest voice yet. <laughs> but I don't really do that. So what is that experience like for you? Um, I would say it's like a process of release. It feels like release, um, mm -hmm. like um, flowing too. That's another way that I could describe it. And um, I just get very excited and I just feel like when I can, when I hit the right notes, I can flow and mm -hmm. it's a form of expression for me. Mm -hmm. um, and, but at the same time, um, it's, it's weird because when I, sing by myself mm -hmm. that's when I get that feeling and when I am preparing for performance I get really nervous <laughs> I get very excited uh -huh. um, and so I think that's something that I keep working on to mm -hmm. r remember that uh, when I am singing uh, for a public for mm -hmm. yeah it's it I am safe mm. you know so um, that's it, it, it's a growing process and mm -hmm. I continue learning mm -hmm. more So tell us a little bit more about Little Ileana. When you were maybe younger than 10 or you were still a child, um, did, you, did you used to perform? No, I never really performed professionally, um, but I remember that people would ask me to sing, uh, mm. like either at church or um, at school uh, to sing the, the national anthem, um, and I would do that. Um, It, it was more because I was asked, mm. um, but it wasn't like um, I put myself out there. And so I think I've always wanted to have that courage to put mm. myself out there and, um, and really sing 
my melodies with my songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the national anthem, that's a huge honor typically, right? Yeah. So do you remember what was the first time that you performed and where were you? Um, I think well, at church it gave me some experience mm-hmm. of performance, mm-hmm. but being in community and then um, uh, in high school doing mm-hmm. the, the national anthem at small ceremonies for um for my for some programs that I would go to um and then with my husband uh, my late husband uh when we started to know each other uh, mm-hmm. he played the guitar and I would sing and so for part of the movement and the work that we were doing um as dreamers mm-hmm. as students um we created a song we recorded mm-hmm. it and then we started um playing it at different community events mm-hmm. and so that was what uh, gave me more of that experience of performing mm-hmm. with him mm-hmm. yeah and okay since you're a really great singer do you ever sing in the shower oh yeah of course <laughs> yeah <laughs> all the time all the time yeah what's your song to go to well i i go to recently to that song calma that i sang mm-hmm. recently um and just whatever I have listened to recently, mm-hmm. uh, it just comes to mind. Usually something I heard the day before, <laughs> it just comes back to mind. Um, um, yeah. And what is the place that you feel, I guess, the safest or the most joy when you're singing? What's the place? Is it in the shower, in the car, in community, at church? Mm-hmm. Safe. I would say... Um, yeah, when I am by myself mm-hmm. in the car um, or in my room practicing, mm-hmm. um, and also I feel safe when I'm in a choir um, oh, okay. because I feel like we we are all singing the same thing, or even if we have different parts, mm-hmm. um, uh, we are all making a harmony together, and I don't have to worry about mm-hmm. like if I don't hit a note very well, like mm-hmm. I can rely on others, or I can also others can lean on me for the parts mm-hmm. that I know better. So it's it's just a very awesome experience to be in community and singing together. Eliana, mm-hmm. thank you so much for sharing about not only when you feel the most safe in community, but also about the fears of, of performing. Um, I'm not a singer, as I said, but I'm a dancer and I can feel even just talking to you right now there's like butterflies in my tummy as soon as I'm about to go to stage and I get sweaty hands just because I feel so nervous. So what are some of like the techniques or the things that you have done in order for you to center yourself before you're performing in front of other people? Maybe you can help out some emerging artists out there. Yeah. Well, before I, what I would do is I learned about stretching, just Mm -hmm. stretching either like my body and like making a big X um, or putting my hands on my waist and extending my feet to feel like improve my posture. Mm-hmm. Um, then I also so do sometimes the breathing. Um, and then one thing I learned with you when mm-hmm. we used to perform together, uh, singing and then you would dance, mm-hmm. is that we would hold hands and we would said three three words of intention. Right, mm-hmm. that's something I learned from you. Um, so what are some three things that you want to uh, really like be able to convey to the audience um and so i remember it could be like a spirit of of community a spirit of expression a spirit of um belonging or something and depending on what the piece is about and i i carry that with me 
and I take it even when I am introducing an artist in the mm -hmm. theater I work right before once I get the microphone okay what I what do I want to be I want to be friendly I want to be welcoming I want to be informative mm -hmm. and so uh, and the last thing which uh, right before I, I hit the stage uh, it's a, a prayer that I learned it's the third step prayer and it pretty much says um, a to open myself up for the higher being to be through me that mm. and to drop my self selfishness and to allow for that like energy to flow through me and that creative flow and so mm -hmm. um, I really I, when I do that my tummy like releases mm. if I am holding any tension it just releases and I can breathe better um, so those are some things that have helped me and mm -hmm. Hope that helps somebody who's out there <laughs> also struggling with that like anxiety or just I, I call it excitement I'm just mm -hmm. so excited <laughs> yeah it's like a bundle of energy sometimes I would be so scared about messing up the choreography because I would go faster and I had to really work through that because it's like a bundle of energy in a bowl that is like so excited and it just explodes but it's also part of performing it's like what is the tempo like what is the tune and also what is the um, the stage presence that you really want to bring and connect with the audience. Yes. So thank exactly. you so much for sharing yeah. that. I know that um, that you talked a little bit more about your journey with Aliento and really exploring that other side of, of using music and the arts as a form of healing. And we know that Aliento was not the first time. When was maybe a time that, that it clicked for you? That it was maybe like an aha moment that you were able to see, hey, music cannot only be a form for me to like perform and and enjoy, but also as a process for me to express my feelings or my emotions. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us a little bit more about that process? I think it was learning through the example of my late husband, uh, he, when he would write his songs, he would mm -hmm. first start them as poems and then he would like add melody to them when he was playing the guitar. Mm -hmm. And I remember just watching him in that process. Um, and I think that example gave me a sense that there was something happening with him that was powerful. Mm -hmm. um, and then um, I think for me, I, I always wanted to write and, and make those into songs. Mm -hmm. But I never really had like an instrument that I could like add the melody to. It would just be kind of in my head um, until I met you. Then it was about the process of um, how do we create uh, a space that is safe for other people to um, be able to turn the trauma into into healing, and um, and that's when it clicked with me that 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 drive that I had was a an urge for expression and an urge mm -hmm. for like process, processing what, what was happening inside. Um, and when you talked about the value of walking the talk of mm -hmm. like, if we are holding these workshops, we want to be the example as well. Like what is something that we can create together to heal? Um, and so that's where the song Kama came, came about inspired by that value and that, that uh, energy. Um, and to really go back to that moment when I was detained um, mm -hmm. in 2009 and what was that like um, and put it into words, make it rhyme, rem like 
I had like opened myself up for a melody and then it came like the melody for the song um, and so the same for other topics and other songs that that we created together um, so I would say that I my creative process um, might have started from before mm -hmm. but it's kind of like a seed that maybe was being watered but you didn't see any plant coming out until like there was a space and mm. a catalyzer mm. like really a purpose and a deadline <laughs> <laughs> right um, yeah. that's what helped a lot yeah deadlines can be handy <laughs> yes <laughs> but i really love that analogy i i really picture it as in not only it's about planting that seed right it's like about really shaking the ground and being able to water it and nurture it for, for us to see the fruits of the work. And I really admire that of you. You're a very patient and very caring person, but you also do the work. It's not only about, hey, plan, I'm gonna let you grow, but you actually take the time to nourish your, your music and your craft and really able to water that for you to really express your feelings and your emotions. And with that, I really wanna bring it back to the present and tell the audience, people who do not know you, I know you took a big leap of faith. You already graduated with your bachelor's in psychology, woo woo, ASU, <laughs> repping yes. here. Um, but so now nice. you're going back to school. Tell us about this journey now that you're back at school. What are you doing? And I don't wanna spoil it, you tell us. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, so in 2016, when we started working uh, with Aliento and, and after that creation, that's actually a very good like transition because mm -hmm. I created that song and we were able to, like I could sing it a cappella and you were dancing it um, and we had other songs with soundtracks, but I really felt like uh, something I saw in you and in other dancers is that they had that craft and that... Mm, they had that skill, a skill mm. set, mm -hmm. and that you get from studying the, the form of art. And so I realized that I had not spent time in learning the music, like the theory, or like learning an instrument. So I, I started to go to an organization for women, and they mm -hmm. gave like some like support for women who are in transition. And I really decided I need to go to school for the for what I really want I think the hardest part was to believe in myself I mm. saw people who were surrounding me and believed in me but um, when I allowed myself to say this is my dream I am going I'm gonna go for it I I know I am in my late 20s and for musicians usually they start when they're very early and mm -hmm. very little um, but it's never too late mm -hmm. and maybe that's even the part that I want to project and express in in entering into this career at this age um, that it's never too late to really motivate people um, and to walk the talk right um, so I decided to apply for a scholarship that scholarship gave me the the also some drive because mm -hmm. I already had that scholarship and I said okay well I'm gonna go and it was in a time that was very difficult in fact I got the scholarship the day my husband passed um, and it was very like uh, a moment that I uh, it felt like a calling or like a higher being was telling me you continue your path and so mm -hmm. uh, now I'm in my third semester mm -hmm. and I've been taking um, theory uh, or uh, ear training 
to be oh, able wow. to understand the notes, to be able to hear the chords and um in So you're not a tone deaf. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. I never thought it would be so hard, but it's worth it because when I look mm-hmm. back, I mm-hmm. realize there's so much I've learned and there's so much to learn still. Thank you, Eliana, and I think you really embody that sense of um, of not only like using art as a form of healing, but as a form of being. Mm-hmm. And I really admire that and respect that in you. And as you said, you gotta water those plants in in order for you to see the fruits of your work. And you're putting up the work. And we were so lucky to have you sing Calma at our open mic last Friday. Yeah, that was awesome. That was a great experience. Ileana, thank you so much for joining us today. When I think of you, I think of compassion, strength, and love. Those are some of the three words that come up when I think of you. And I just want to really honor and Mm. like your spirit for you to join us and for you to be part of the Aliento team as you're growing in your journey of being even a better musician. And really want to give you the space to tell our audience, people who are listening or tuning into our podcast, what is some of uh, some advice that you have for people who, one, might, might be artists themselves, but then they haven't really explored through this like healing or form of expression through the arts, or maybe the other side, maybe they want to heal but they're too afraid to be known as artists like what would be your advice for those kind of people Mm. out there i would say well we all have a story to tell or we all have a lot to say we all have either a song or a dance a move a painting um to to uh, express and um and it's never too late like i said um and there's something powerful that happens when we allow that internal expression to flow and when we give it that space, that time, mm-hmm. and that intention uh, for healing. Um, sometimes it can be uh, scary to mm-hmm. go into a place that has pain mm-hmm. and that might have fear, that might have uh, resentment. And so I would say it's important to be able to have um, a space or a community uh, or even if it's by yourself to dedicate that time um, to to go into that and be kind to yourself be gentle with yourself and always try to close it in a way that uh, that's one of the lessons I learned with Aliento as well to close that space um, when you feel it's it's time to okay um, that happens with me when I am writing a song that maybe the chorus comes and then one one part of the song comes but then it if it's too painful I am like okay I'll take a look at it uh, at another time and maybe I will add more to it mm-hmm. you know healing is a process it takes time mm-hmm. um, it won't be like in one moment um, it could be in one moment there are people who do mm-hmm. have a ritual that they go through and they have it done and they're able to move on or to be able to transform mm-hmm. that pain into hope um, and then there's other processes where it just takes time mm-hmm. and there's layers to it there's mm-hmm. kind of like peeling an onion you know like <laughs> there's layers to healing um, yeah. and I would say um, the word artist 
comes with like an idea of having fame or having any like sort of status mm. but for me artist is opening up to that creation and that creative flow that is in all of us mm. um, and and having that courage to express it and to share it with others because mm -hmm. otherwise um, you know it stays with you and it can stay with you as a form of creation and, and healing but when we share it there's also something powerful that happens that exchange of energy right yeah mm -hmm. yeah thank you so much Eliana, once again for being our guest at the aliento podcast we are very honored and thankful to have you here with us again and thank you. i will release something that we haven't really adopted from Eliana. we said courage over talent yes so <laughs> we're inviting you if you are in the phoenix metropolitan area we have arts and healing workshops that Eliana and i co-created and now we're bringing it to the community where children, adults, and teens are welcome to really tap into that creative process and that healing journey, right? Because mm -hmm. something that, that I want to reinforce that Eliana already said, healing is not linear. It's not like, here, I come to Oliento. Here, I get healed. Here, mm -hmm. I create art. Check mark. Mm -hmm. It's not like that, right? It's a journey. It's cyclical. It takes time and it's being able to honor that, right? Especially in this world that we always are so imposed to produce, produce, produce. Mm -hmm. So it's okay to take time. It's okay <laughs> to take a deep breath. Uh, so we invite you in if you want to learn more about our open mics or the work that we do. We're encouraging you to join us. You can text the word our heels. Once again, the word are heels is one word. So if autocorrect is going to put it into two, make sure that it's one and you don't allow any space in. And you text that word to the number three, 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 two. Hold on. Again, three, three, two, two, two. Once again, three, three. Two, 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 and the worries are heels, and you'll be able to get a text message. We don't charge you, they charge us, so don't you worry, we won't be overflowing your messages with a lot of text. Uh, but make sure you text that, and we'll be letting you know about our upcoming events. And make sure that if you like this podcast, you share it with your friends, your family. We are on um, iTunes and SoundCloud, and many other. Make sure that you follow us. Give us a little feedback. What are some topics that you want to learn more or hear about? Uh, but we'll see.